This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, The reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, and producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jake. How are you, Jake? I'm good. I can't believe we're already at Christmas. It's here. It is here. (laughs) Hope everybody. And in a week, it'll be a new year. (laughs) I heard that. Won't be long. My goodness, time has flown by this year. All right, well, good morning to you, Jake. Our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market and Mainstream Marketing. All right, looking at weather right now, 63 down on the island there in Galveston and uh, pretty heavy cloud cover this morning. We're looking at cloudy skies today, a slight chance of a rain shower, a high of 66. East winds will be 10 to 20 miles per hour. And then for tonight, today they're throwing about a 20% in there, so some of you may get some, some won't. And then tonight, cloudy with a few showers, low of 62. That rain chance tonight's about 40%. East-southeast winds 5 to 10. And then for tomorrow, cloudy early with thunderstorms developing later in the day with a high of 67. East-southeast winds 15 to 25. Rain chance 90%. Okay. I don't want to hear that. And uh, I think Christmas Eve might be worse. I don't know. We're going to get some rain, looks like. All right, looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have four of them. We have a high at 6.48 a.m. It's a negative 0.3, I mean a low, and then a high at 2.46 p.m., a 1.2, a low at 8.15 p.m., an 0.9, and then a high at 11.18 p.m., a 1.0. 7.10 a.m., sunrise, 5.26 p.m., sunset or moon phase, 71%. Getting near that full moon. All right, looking at... uh, uh, what reports I can get off the screen this morning, uh, Galveston Channel is 63 degrees down there with 62-degree water. East winds 3 to 7, and at Eagle Point, it's 61 degrees with 61-degree water. A northeast wind at 6, and and at uh, Morgan's Point, it's 62 degrees with 60-degree water and a northeast wind at 5. So wind is not a factor this morning. Pretty calm everywhere. So that's it. All right, well, let's run over to the Tri-Bay area and check in with the old Hammer, Captain Glenn Hammond, see what he's up to this morning. Hammer time, what's up? Yes, sir. Hammer time, Captain Mickey. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, sir. It's uh, mild over here also, six miles an hour, six to ten. It's out of the northeast uh, and uh, 64 degrees down here in Surfside, so... Nice. Yeah, it's doable doable this morning, but we struggle with the east wind. <laughs> a couple yeah. of fishing trips this week. Uh, we didn't really we didn't we didn't really tear them up or nothing like that, but we did have fun a couple of different times. So uh, on Tuesday I had uh, Steve Myers, uh, my buddy from uh, Sugarland CCA. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he went he he had pulled a day off and uh, we went out and messed with that. Uh, that east wind, 15 plus, it was blowing. 
and uh, trying to do some drift fishing along Christmas Bay over there on uh, sand flats and drifting some mud and sand and uh, throwing salt plastics. Uh, ended up with two speckled trout that we kept. Uh, only um, I was doing it for my brother, trying to get him a box of fish. He's going through a bunch of chemo and uh he just anyway he loves fresh fish whenever i can get it to him that's what we were doing wasn't no big deal just uh, uh steve took a day off and he had been real busy doing some work and stuff and wanted to throw some plastic so we right. did and i was doing real good um i'm still throwing the uh, uh the glow chartreuse glow with a chartreuse tail and and uh, that seems to be you know got quite a few bites but uh we only had a couple of keepers and then also on Thursday, uh, yesterday, I went, uh, I had Brian, a buddy of mine, come down from Alvin, and we went out, and again, we were fishing the outgoing tide, water was clean, there was bait jumping, just couldn't get the fish going. We caught and released a good limit of fish, and these were decent too, up to 20 inches. We had some nice ones. He didn't want to keep anything, I didn't want to keep anything, so we just released everything, but... Uh, Within a few hours, we caught, we, like I said, we could have had an easy limit, one-man limit of fish. Um, and and there was uh, salt plastics again. He was right. throwing, I think he was throwing quarter, uh, eight ounce. No, I was throwing eight ounce. He was throwing quarter ounce. And it didn't matter. Uh, he, It took him a while to get going. Uh, you know, I was getting, feeling a little bit better using that braid. You get a little bit better of a. You know, when they're not eating, they're just barely inhaled in that bait, and it's real soft bite. But uh, that braid makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I have to tell you, Captain Mickey, uh, got a couple of my reels rigged up with braid, and, and uh, it, it it just, to have one of them knock the fire out of it, man, it just jars you all the way up to your elbows. It's, it's like, it's... Uh, it's I'm no ifs and wrong but. place. I'm not getting any bites like that. All my bites have been light. <laughs> Real light. <laughs> Need to come get Real some light. heavy yeah. hammer bites, man. <laughs> yeah, no, they thumping it, buddy. I'm no, it's uh, uh, you know, using braid, it's a whole different feel with a bite. And uh, you know, I'm getting pretty good at getting the backlashes out. Uh, you know, that's uh, free spinning and getting those brakes adjusted. You know, just a different. Yeah, you got to change up the way you cast with braid versus mono. Mm-hmm. Mono, you mm-hmm. can turn it loose, you man. You can you can Nolan Ryan it with mono, and braid. You got to <laughs> kind of do the Bob Nepper thing, slow it down, well, throw a curveball or a change up with it. But you know, you can get it out there if you learn how to cast it. You can throw it just as far as mono. That's uh, that's it what I'm working time. at. I'm, it's yeah, it's taking some practice and. Uh, or water you know, something that'll really help you too with uh, with when you start fishing with braid, get you a bottle of that braid aid, keep it in on your console or whatever, and spray your reel down with that. You know, coat the line with it about right, right. three or four times for fishing trip, and it uh, it kind of makes it a little limper and it coats it and it uh, it doesn't dig down as bad if you do overwind with it. It's uh, it's called braid aid. Will Kirkpatrick turned me oh. on to that about. 15 years ago it's pretty good i like it well that's a good idea yeah i have some other stuff uh, that i've been spraying on it real magic or something like that but anyway uh, there's some other stuff that i've been it's for braid it's for string to keep the monofilament and stuff from doing all kind of weird stuff but uh 
anyway, you know, it's a new animal to me. It's a new, uh, new something to practice with, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. And I tried to get my buddy to throw it yesterday, and uh, in no way. He didn't want nothing to do with it. He kind of sounded like me a few years ago, you know, just uh, just you get stuck on monofilament. You've used it all your life, and there's no reason for change, and some people ain't going to change. No, but, change is good. You know, I mean, you just got to. It is. You got to get used oh, to I'm it. Not. I'm enjoying the heck out of it, man. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I like it, 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 uh, I like it for when I'm fishing heavy cover or something or structure that you, uh, you don't want any stretch at all and where you want to really pull those fish out of there, especially like in bass right. fishing, those rocks down there when you hook horse them out of there. Well, <laughs> you, you got to turn his head and get him out of there. If he takes you in there, you're, I mean, you're done. I mean, it's <laughs> right. I mean, those rocks are like, razor blades on the edge of them the way line you know they affect line they run across the top of one that line just touches it whether you're using leader material or not it's, it's going to cut like thread well that water temperature finally came up to it got right around 60 yesterday yeah. i think today uh, uh tuesday when we went out we were getting like a 57 degree uh water temperature it might even have been a little cooler but Anyway, I felt it. I put my swipe my hand down to it yesterday, and it was definitely cool. And uh, but they would they would bite. And uh, like I said before, we we were going to keep them from my brother yesterday, and it just started off so slow. We only had one fish, and I ended up releasing it. We had him in the box for about three minutes, and and I, I looked at Steve and I said, "Man, it's so slow. Do you do you want that fish?" He said, "No." And I said, "I revived it and let it go." And after that, we started catching them. You know, that's the way it happens. We well, yeah, give up. It's, it's like if we my wife sends me a text or something, say, hey, would you keep a couple for uh, supper tonight? Boy, the bite just turns off. That's it. You know, you've been releasing them all morning long, and then you get the dreaded text from the wifey. Hey, keep a couple of fish for supper. Well, that's a kiss of death. Oh. <laughs> happens every time. Well, that's exactly what happened to us. Before before we knew it, we were catching some good fish, and we already made our minds up. We wasn't going to get the ice dirty. So uh, we were releasing them. Yeah, Took save a that couple, ice for cocktail hour. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll get them another day. We saved them for somebody else, and, and hopefully somebody else practices catch and release. And, and everybody remember, we got a holiday weekend coming up. I just want to tell you, if you're going out in your boat uh, over the holidays, um, please, uh, safety first, protect all on board, uh, holiday weekend, a lot of people, uh, a lot of traffic in the area, a lot of traffic out on the, uh, on the bay. So, uh, just have all your ducks in a row, have all your marbles together and that sort of thing. You know, I'm not preaching. I'm just, I, I've lived it through experience and, uh, I've seen it and man, people, Start having a real, real good time and forget about the little simple things and stuff. And even like, True. like youngsters, the youngsters on your boat, make sure they have a life jacket if they're under 13 years of age and that sort of thing. And people just don't think, you know, they I, they got the key to the boat and they're going to crank it and that's it. They're going fishing. But anyway, I wish the best for everybody and uh, and uh, ho hopefully, hopefully everybody has a safe weekend. I know we're going to stay home. We don't have any plans at all. If I do any driving, it's going to be out towards uh, uh, the woodlands. I've got to go visit uh, a girlfriend of ours. But uh, other than that, we our driving is done. We did that last weekend, that Austin deal, and that wore us out going up there and back in the day. And I'm, 
I wouldn't want to wish that on anybody, you know. But anyway, uh, other than that, Captain Mickey, the bait camps are holding bait down here, and you won't have any problems. Or you're getting some live shrimp, man. I seen I seen mud minnow flags, uh, mullet flags, and shrimp flags. So uh, the bait camps are they're actually still got their doors open, and and they're trying to do some business. It's just real slow in the area right now. Uh, I don't know if everybody's having trouble with their with their pocket money, you know, or what, but there was hardly any traffic down here yesterday. We never some seen are, another some aren't. You know, it's a time of year. The whole People time got a lot of stuff I was going out on. There. Yeah, there was nobody on the bay. There was no kayakers. I don't think they liked that east wind any, anyway. Can't blame but, them. Uh, it's, no, right you down can't. The throat. I mean, there's other places it, to fish and get out of it. Right, right. If you got one of those places, I would highly recommend it because it's tough to get out of that east wind on uh, here. We we were drifting about ninety miles an hour going with an outgoing current. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we caught up with the current and it started coming in, and that was right at the tail of right at the tail end of that. Right before the tide switched is when we caught those fish, yeah. and it was uh, we we could have had at least one man limit, like I said. Anyway, I wish everybody a Merry Christmas, and I wish you a happy birthday, early happy birthday. Get you a big old brown on the ground down there. Good luck to you. Well, I'll be talking uh, to you Sunday. I'm doing a show Sunday, so. Okay, well, good deal. Yes, sir. Christmas Eve, and you wouldn't do Santa Claus. Shoot, yeah. All right, Hammer, throw him out a number, man. Somebody wants to get with you, bud. Yes, sir. 713-208-0683, man. Have a All have right. a great day. We'll talk to you on Sunday. We'll do her. See you, Glenn. Yes, sir. Later. All right, that's the hammer down in the Tri-Bay area. And the Belleville Meat Market, what a great place to shop for all your, you know, great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken, not to mention their excellent processing facility. And it's that time of year. People are really dropping off a lot of meat at the Belleville, and that's what they specialize in. The more, the merrier. And this week they're double featuring their dirty rice pecan smoked sausage and their cheddar pecan smoked sausage they have a full menu of pecan smoked barbecue they serve that monday through sunday 10 a.m to 7 p.m and uh check out their gift boxes they're available in store or online they'll help you build a custom box for somebody for christmas what a great gift and wild game processing they make vinny dogs and hog dogs homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs Bring something home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. The processing facility, Monday through Saturday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sundays, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. The Belleville celebrating over 42 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show all right 418 here in the bayou city let's run up fayette county way and check in with mr bob green this morning check his pulse bob good morning how are you man well i'm fine how about yourself oh i'm here man yeah you're getting closer and closer to that south texas isn't you counting hours uh yeah, you know, I'm sitting here thinking it was going to be raining by this time this morning, but it's but it's not. And I think they've changed our forecast for a little bit for today. So we may see it or we may not. <laughs> well, it looks like we will anyway. Who knows? 
Well, I fished. I only fished one day this week, and that that was Monday or Tuesday. And days run together, and I wasn't real crazy about it. Uh, it's, it seems like one day you'll get on some fish, and the next day it's you just trying to figure out what happened to them. You know, it's like they're on the move and wouldn't surprise me this time of year that they're not getting ready to stack up, you know, getting ready for the, to start going into our spawning areas. Of course, that's going to be probably middle of January is, is what I'm thinking. But I had a couple, there was a couple of boats that was coming out when, when I was putting in the water and so well, how'd y'all do? And said, so we fished all day. We had four fish. I'm thinking, oh, and I'm fixing to go out into that. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. They'll, I went across a couple of spots that I would have swore that I could start dropping a spoon or drop a drop shot down in it and just start catching one fish, one after the other. And and by the time I went from the back unit to the front and put the trolling, you know, put the trolling motor down, those fish had just left. So I'm so I'm I'm pulling plugs and looking at transducers and everything else. There's nothing wrong with it. It just those fish are there one minute and going the next. Right. So uh, it was it was strange. But anyway, it, it's pretty much the same. The the square bill pattern first thing in the morning. Uh, or something that's running below the surface two to four uh, on the outside edge of the grass, which there's still mm-hmm. plenty of grass there. Uh, mostly marine naiad is what we're seeing. That's and then after that stuff, right? Yeah, it, that's the one. That, well, that's the one that's got the seeds on it. It looks a yeah, whole lot like yeah. hydrilla. Right. I was, and, uh, I was trying to, when I went fishing with you that time, you were trying to show me all yeah. the different grasses and everything. I'd never heard of marine naiad yeah but, uh, I I, there's several now. different kinds yeah uh, according to got biologists weed, nyan, naiad yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. hydrilla <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh yeah and and that that one leafy one i think you just said it a minute ago that's that's pretty tough to work anything through it, yeah it, it grabs them leaves and anything with a hook on it uh well it, with a big exposed one uh buzzbait work, works across it pretty good right a lot of times but yeah the mostly the the top water bite we i told you that one week we had we had a really good top water bite but they wouldn't they they wouldn't take it in there they just knocking it out of the water and i mean that after about five or six of those blow-ups on it and knocking it out of the water, we switched over to that little chatterbait some, or something that run below the surface. Even the uh, the uh, the little swimming image had got that little short bill on it. Right. Uh, and, and worked it like a twitch bait. Uh, so you, you could work it both ways, twitch bait or just a steady retrieve in it because right. it wouldn't go deep enough to get down in the grass. So, and, and that worked. But pretty much after that, that early morning bite if you're lucky enough to get that bite seemed like your fish were a little bigger on that actually it seemed like fish are bigger on that that bite than it is with the with the drop shot because we got in some fish over off the dam and and some of those rascals was i don't know eight nine to ten inches long yeah uh 
and then you know and then you'd catch a decent fish and then you'd back to catching those small fish again but when nothing's biting it's okay just to get a few of those on there to get your blood pumping again you know you know and that's pretty the water what we what we need is pump some water back in the lake because right now i mean getting the, a little low the, getting a little low you know it, the the back of the boat if you kind of pull up to the front of the dock there the back of the boat swinging underneath the dock again right oh. now so uh, we we could use them pumping a little water into it especially you know with the with the spawn coming up get get the that the grass is covered back up again yeah, that high water the helps rush. The spawns doesn't it, it, it does <clears throat> Uh, water temperature is 65, 64, 65. So actually, we've kind of been on a little bit of a, a warming trends from, from last week. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mornings are cool, but hadn't been so cool, you had to have on hunting gear like it was the first part. Uh, just get comfortable. But, yeah, uh, there's a lot of areas where you can't – you can't get up as close, so your trolling motor is going to start digging up, you know, mud. So you're having to back off, stay a little deeper out from the the shallow areas. Other than that, hey, it's 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 going to be this way probably until they start moving in or stacking up. But like I say, when I I went across a couple of spots and that. Uh, that Oh, last year and year before, where they used to stack up big time, you drop a spoon on them. And when I saw all those archers going across there, I'm thinking, "Holy Toledo, we're fixing to we're fixing to fire up right here." And sure enough, they were gone. Uh, not I didn't get one bite out of those. Very very uh, aggravating, put it the yeah. least. But, uh, yeah, I've been on yeah, some you. weird bites lately. You know, one day you'll just, just you know, catch them. Smack them. It's and just pick and peck, and you can't get them get them to go off. And then, then you leave them go somewhere else and pick and peck, and you think, man, maybe I should have stayed <laughs> on those fish and waited for them to light off. And usually yeah. they light off when you're running from point A to point B. You know that kind of deal. That's fishing, though. That's. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really did. I started checking. <laughs> I started checking wiring and and transducer connections and see why there's stuff nothing like, on your screen. Thought man, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I've yeah. I've done that before. Going yeah. like, man, I'm not seeing anything on my machine yeah. today. I'm running yeah, the wrong routes. I couldn't believe it, but uh, oh well. And then and then you'll talk to somebody else. Oh, we had a we had a pretty decent vibe, but you're not. You're not hearing anything about these multi-multi, you know, no. uh, deals. I mean, when you get so many fish. people out there fishing, somebody's going to get them. I mean, yeah, exactly. A lot won't, but some will. Oh well, yeah, still, still a great little lake, even on a slow day. Yeah, not very, not very seldom you ever get skunked. You know, on this one. What they, what they used to call the lake? Uh, what, what old Gene used to talk? They, uh, oh, like a fishbowl. Well, how you doing fishing in the fishbowl? You know, they can't go anywhere. <laughs> Aquarium bass or something like right, that. Yeah. Uh, 
It's funny. Uh, so are you, are you packed and ready to go? You got one staked out? No, I ain't got anything staked out. I'm just going to show up and hunt and hope something walks out. <laughs> well, there'll be out. plenty of walkouts. You just which one you want to pull the trigger on. Yeah. But, yeah no, I, I had not thing yet. I've been doing other stuff and Christmas stuff and man. Yeah. Man, the older I get, oh, I, the less I like all that. Well, yeah, right now I'm saying it was too cold, and a, you know, a couple months back I'm saying it's too hot. So <laughs> I need one of them perfect days. But I'm I'm in the process of of all the railing at the house here. It's a two story, and the railing goes up, and it's got like five million of these pickets in it. You know, to to paint. Oh, I know. Those things, uh, man, you go to cutting those and screwing them in, and then you got to replace them. That's a job in itself, right there. Oh, uh, and I, I I went through there and I've got all the sanding done on it, and then now I'm just trying sanding. to get a dry day to, to uh, start painting it. So, of course, then I get hollered at about getting up on a ladder. Yeah. Oh well. Right. And, and yeah, then I'll after you stay off them ladders if I can. Yeah, you spend a day, you spend a half a day on that ladder, and then you get leg cramps the next two days. So, hey, uh, that's that old man need, stuff, buddy. <laughs> Just don't <laughs> let him in too deep. <laughs> no, no, uh, uh, no way. Uh, well, I, I had a, a, I looked out and there was a doe out there yesterday, and and all of a sudden this great big spike looking deer shows up. Actually, there was two. There was two of them chasing that one doe yesterday. So, uh, uh, that that it, it's like that doe is trying to run him across somewhere and say, "Hey, please shoot this thing, get him off of me." You yeah, know, trying to bring him into uh, harm's way. Get these guys yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Of I'm not ready yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. But it it stayed out there about 20 minutes. He run back and forth, back and forth, and one pasture to the other, and jump one fence, and well, she'd go under it, and he'd go over it. But anyway. It's funny how some of them big deer like that or the bucks would go under that fence. They'd rather go under than jump over it. That's when uh, they're, that's your little teenagers there. That, uh, yeah, yeah. A big boy, he's going uh, over the top. Oh, yeah. Well, they sure look pretty when they go over There was a couple of, of the pictures I got on my camera of those deer caught in midair going over that fence, and that's a pretty neat-looking picture. So, but, uh there's not as yeah, many like of them running those, together. Uh, big bucks do that back leg kick like they're going over a fence, but they're doing a stony burk right before they hit the ground. After that bullet <laughs> oh. slaps them. Oh, yeah. Back yeah. legs come up and flip, and then boom, dirt nap. Hmm. No looking for them. Yeah, you, laying right there. Yeah, you don't want that where they hump up in the middle, though. That's usually a bad sign. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's kind that of far back, kind of gut shot. <laughs> yeah, uh, but if they get eating enough corn, they'll die of corn shrapnel inside. They'll sling that corn everywhere. <laughs> everywhere battles with corn. That's, uh, uh, you know, I shot a deer one time. It was a nice ten point, and it wouldn't turn. It's coming down a sendera straight at me. Started about three hundred mm. yards, and he was watching his doe feed, and he. He just wouldn't eat, and he wouldn't turn. And finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to put it right in the brisket. And I I sent one down the lane, and 
It hit him perfect right square in the middle of the brisket, and that deer stood up on its hind legs and looked like a ballerina with his leg front leg <laughs> straight up there and did a pirouette and just fell over dead. That was Good cool. Good guy. Where'd that bullet end up at? Way back yeah. in the poop chute somewhere. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> back that way. It, it made a mess. <laughs> I bet. Good gosh. Well, yeah. you can go from the other direction, you know, Texas heart shot. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to turn around take this <laughs> take this one but I mean, uh, I waited forever for that deer to turn and it wouldn't do it and he was getting nervous because he was getting too close to blind he knew i was in there he just couldn't yeah. leave that lady and i said yeah. man i i really want this deer so <laughs> i took the shot yeah, hopefully, hopefully you'll get one of those. Now, you he wouldn't hold his head up high enough where I could get him right in the middle of the neck, you know? Yeah. So I just did the old brisket. That was pretty cool, though, standing on the hind legs doing that ballet pirouette. That's when you need it on a, a video camera. Yeah. Play it over and over. Well, you know, both the, both the deer I shot this year is, is I put it right between, you know, in the neck. But in front of that, in front of that front shoulder, in that neck, yeah, right shooting an all six, yeah, it it neither one of those the one bullet stopped in the hide going out the other side, and the other one just shattered all that bone right there. But neither yeah. one of those bullets exited with those uh, those uh, uh the plastic tip type bullets. Yeah, ballistic tips. Uh, yeah, they uh, yeah they don't they got just enough penetration and expansion to do the job but they don't exit go all the way through you know like a yeah. fmj or something like that will but that's that's what you yeah. want you want that that penetration and expansion man it it does it i mean you it don't do find a number much. on them brother <laughs> yeah well maybe you'll do a number on that nice pretty we'll one see. If I don't, of hey, it. it's no big deal i'm not uh i'm just just ready to get away, hang out with some guys, and have a really good time. Just chill out. Yeah, you're getting close. No worries. All right, buddy. And, well, I got to run, Bob. I want to wish you a Merry right. Christmas, you and your wife and and your family, and y'all have a have a good, safe one. Prosper. Well, same to you and the family. We're going to do it. Anyway. Throw out a number. Somebody wants to call you. It's getting Fayette County time, man. Yeah. All right, it's 281-460-9200 or FayetteCountyBassFishing.com. Have a great weekend and be careful. Sounds Talk like a winner to me. Thank you, Bob. Okay. You have a good one, buddy. Bye. See you. All right, that's Mr. Bob Green at Fayette County. All right, well, I need to take a moment to tell all the listeners out there about one of the hottest soft plastic baits I've chunked in years, and that is the Miralure Little John. It's a three and three quarter inch soft plastic twitch bait. It throws like the like a bullet into the wind or downwind. It doesn't matter. Attach it to a jig head for wading or out of the boat, and the little John is lethal on speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. And the little John's injected with a secret fish catching scent. It has a darting action. It makes it irresistible to game fish. And the little John is so tough and durable that one bait can last for days. I've caught dozens of trout on one particular bait. And the Little John comes in 14 popular fish-catching colors, and it produces results day in and day out. That's the Mirror Lure Little John. You can look for them wherever tackle is sold. Remember, folks, nothing catches fish like Mirror Lure. Go to MirrorLure.com.
Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Passing through the snow in a lifted pickup truck, o'er the hills we go, looking for a buck. I'm back here in the bed. With a big smile on my face, I'm getting in the spirit with a loaded 308. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, fill that freezer up. Oh, what fun it is just drinking bourbon, shooting bucks. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to shoot a deer on Christmas Day. came last night, but he parked this lane next door, cause he knows I'd love a reindeer mount right over my front door, and we told all the kids, those presents have to wait, till daddy comes back home with a big dead deer on his tailgate, oh jingle bells, jingle bells, fill that freezer up, oh what fun it is just drinking bourbon, shooting bucks, Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to shoot a deer on Christmas Day hey! All right, good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. A little redneck uh, jingle bell music by Buddy Brown. It's always a favorite. Lynn Smith actually sent me that, and uh, I like it. All right. Let's go down a little farther south. Let's go to Matagorda and let's check in with Captain Tommy Alexander this morning. Tommy boy, what's up, man? Good morning, Mickey. What's up? Oh, I'm I'm up. Sound like you're just getting up. I guess we rolled you I, out of the rack, huh? Uh yeah, but I'm up. I'm that good. That song ought to wake you up. That'll get you rolled. I've never I never heard that song actually. I was that's, just listening to it. I, <laughs> it's got I've a never lot heard of verses that. in it. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I was I was kind of like not paying attention, and I started listening to it. I said, oh, shoot, I've never even heard. What is this? Yeah, I like that a little better heard. than Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> yeah, that was a that's a pretty good one. Buddy Brown. I'll have good. to look that one up. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to look that one up. I'll, uh, I'll forward it to you. All right, that'll work. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Never heard it. Well, no, I'm up, awake. Man? You bassing or trouting or what do you? Been I'm doing? uh, God. I've, this week I've done both actually. Right. Uh, the first part of the week, Sunday and Monday. Was it Sunday and Monday? I don't know. I I saltwater fished two days in a row. Maybe Sunday, Monday, or Monday, Tuesday. I don't remember. And uh, and it was pretty good. It was pretty solid. You know, we uh, we had good day. Both days were pretty decent. We went. I went to the bay both days. Although I did hear someone had had a pretty decent day in the river too, but I went to the bay both days just because it was calm. You know, that's kind of my if it's calm, it's hard for me not to go to the bay. So I went to the bay and uh, and it was pretty good. I mean, we I don't know we didn't keep ever everything that we caught, but we caught probably I don't know twelve fifteen keeper trout that day. You know, each day and a couple of mixed in reds. Um, well, it was pretty decent. 
better than a sharp stick we had, and a, we had one pretty good one that we released that was maybe I don't know. It might have been five pounds. It was a pretty decent one, though. A solid fish. Right. We, uh, I don't even remember which day it was, but we had one. Then uh, after that, I picked up the new bass boat one day. Whatever oh, day that was. That, okay. My, cool. old day week, like my whole week's mixed up. My whole week's all met, run together. <laughs> <laughs> so I picked it up, and then I did. Yeah, I was on Conroe yesterday. Awesome. So I fished Conroe yesterday, and uh and uh you know broke in the new boat a little bit put some hours on it well that's good and we did How pretty like good it? on conroe i mean numbers wise we caught probably 15 20 bass yesterday but nothing right. very big nothing nothing was over three pounds but we we caught probably mm. close to 20 i like yeah, the boat yeah they're just around the corner yeah they're they're not far away but yeah like the boat you know how it is with a new boat, making sure everything works right and testing everything and checking everything. New toy. Stuff like that. Yep. I put a uh, tool. I don't know. I put three or four, about four hours on it yesterday. And then, uh, you know, where I could finally get to run it, you know, so what I can kind of check it off the back of it. Uh, I got a 250. Uh, 250. Well, Ned, I got a 250 show. Yeah. Yamaha show. Yeah. All right. Yep. And uh, I finally got there. I could run it, you know, then I started testing a little speed, you know, with some speeds and stuff on it once I got over. Got up to about four hours on break-in. Right. They say, you know how it is, the first couple hours you can't really do much, and then you can, after that, you can run it wide open. You're just not supposed to hold it wide open for more than four or five yeah, minutes or whatever. you don't want to run it a continued uh, RPM yeah. for very long. You want to be right. real, very right, right. break-in, different R's. So. Yep. So that's what I did. I kind of got checked that out and ran it a little bit, tested it, and we fished and ran both. So it was not a bad day. Cool. Pretty decent day. I mean, it was kind of just cloudy all day long. It stayed about 60 degrees. Yeah. It was actually a pretty nice day to fish. I mean, you shouldn't have had much wind up there, huh? No. It was maybe five, six yeah. miles an hour. I mean, I mean, I was running wide open right down the middle of the lake one time, so that tells you it wasn't too bad. Yeah, that's good good stuff there. Yeah. Fish anywhere you want, and I mean, like that. That's what we did, and we fished a lot. Of, we just hit a lot of spots, and we actually caught bass every, I think every spot we stopped, we caught at least one or two. Uh, we just what didn't. What were you throwing? Yeah. What was your go-to? Oh, God, we threw every. Uh, to, yesterday, the best thing we, we caught the most fish was just Texas rig. Texas rig, okay. It's the old school Texas rig. I mean, we caught a couple fish on chatterbait, a couple fish on spinnerbait, uh, but it just seemed like it seemed like the Texas rig we caught the most fish. It just seemed like that was the deal. Texas rig, uh, Zoom Z crawl seemed to be the be what we ended up doing the best on yesterday. Yeah, it's hard to beat those Zoom, all that Zoom stuff. The Z crawls, the brush hogs. All those zoom baits. Yeah, I like the I brush use a lot hog. Of them. Yeah, the brush hog and the trick worm, the brush hog, and the Z crawl. Mm. You got those three, and you pretty much you got everything you need, plastic wise, as far as I'm concerned, with a few different colors in there, and that's it. Yeah, I like them, and I like a uh, few young yum dingers too. I like yeah. one yum dingers. Yeah, yeah, yum dingers a good one too. I used to actually throw those a lot more than I do now. I don't really know why. I quit. I just hadn't thrown them in a while. 
but that was it. We well, ran around the lake. We charted on that uh, watermelon pearl yum dinger one day at Fed. I mean, we lit those suckers off. <laughs> Were y'all Texas rigging them or what? Yeah, I would. I wasn't even throwing any weight at all. It was just straight hook, and I was throwing them in there just, shallow, just twitching across them beds and dropping yeah. her in there, and they were thumping all over it. It went uh, uh-huh. ballistic. We caught some nice fish doing that. That's always a good thump when you're when you're throwing any kind uh, of like yeah, yeah, I'm being or sink over or anything like that. yeah, with no weight. Yeah, yes, sir. That's a uh, that's in a bass world. That's like the corky thump. You know, everybody talks about yes. the corky thump. That's the same thing. You <laughs> you throw a you throw a weightless yum dinger up there and about a four pounder smoke it and it's a serious thump. Yep. It's well, a heck of a big thump. plans for the holidays? No, no. We're just gonna go to a couple different families' house. Right. About two different we'll go to two different places like normal. Man, and uh, I feel for these people in all these it. airports traveling with all these wet weather conditions and delays and just, you know, I'd have to tell old grandma, I'll, I'll come up between the holidays and we'll, we'll celebrate. <laughs> yeah. You know, last night, uh, you know, I sit there, uh, when was, I guess it's Bush Intercontinental Airport, but anyway, we were driving down i-45 there and and i you i've never seen so many planes in my life oh, no. coming and going it's hard you to could sit right there it, there was one ever. time there was like yeah that's exactly what i thought <laughs> i was sitting there looking and there was seven planes in the air you know big full line commercial airliners there was seven yeah. of them up there going different directions all at the same time crazy ain't i don't know how they do that yeah and, and it, yeah it was crazy looking there's lots of planes right now people going everywhere a lot guess, of people, whatever. a lot of planes. I mean, it's a busy time of year. My goodness. Yeah. And isn't it supposed to rain today? I thought, I mean, it was like yeah, 80% they, chance. Eh, about 20 or, I don't know, man, 20%, and then tomorrow, 80%. So they backed it up. Because originally it was today, it was 80%. Right. Yep. It's, uh, they're always a little late. Yeah. I saw 90% on Sunday, too. Yeah, on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 90%. Now Houston's showing 40 today, 70 tomorrow, 80% Sunday. Hmm. So, but yeah. it's Pacific moisture. And, you know, there was a lot of rain yesterday up around that Dallas area, and that's about what's on radar this morning. There's some rain. It's not as heavy as it was yesterday, but it's up there always. <clears throat> well, I'm not going to do. I'll be off the next few days through Christmas. My next trip is on uh, Wednesday, I think. Right. I'll get back. I got one on Wednesday, I believe. All right. Well, so I'm pretty much off for about four or five days. Good for you. Rest up and get ready to hit it hard. Well, hey, if somebody mm-hmm. wants to call you and, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family and all your loved ones, Tommy. Yes, and, uh, you too. If somebody wants to give you a call, give them some info, buddy. Yeah, Merry Christmas to y'all too. Yeah, they can... Uh, Look me up on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or call me, text me, leave me a message on my phone, 979-709-8242. All right, my friend. Well, Tommy, have a good one, and I'll talk to you after the holidays. I'll uh, yep. be out of pocket next week. I'm going deer hunting, but I shall return. I got you. Hope I got some good Perfect. stories. All right, man. That went, all right. 
Talk to you later, Mickey. Later, brother. All right. All right. All right, that's Captain Tommy Alexander and Matt Gordon. Now let's run down to South Padre and let's check in with Captain Brian Barrera. Good morning, Brian. How you doing, bud? Pretty good, sir. How are you? I couldn't be better. It's the holiday season. It's all good, man. Here we are. Yep. I know it's the holiday season because I'm in a, I'm in the trailer up in Sapata right now. Are I'm you? Go deer hunt. Out of boy. This is my week off I took from work. I worked all year to get up to this point. That's what I do. This is, you know, next week's my week. You know, birthday and Christmas all in one, so I'll get after it. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Hopefully we get some good ones. There hasn't been a ton of movement, but... uh, Yeah, it's been kind of warm, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a little warm for a cold front when I came down, but it looks like it's not going to happen until i got to go back to... To work and start fishing. Oh, That's man. Yeah, it looked like uh, for Hebronville and that area, which, you know, is not far from Zapata, almost a rock throw, uh, looks like Tuesday and Wednesday are going to be good uh, hunting days weather-wise. It's going to be a lot cooler. Yep, hopefully my dad will be out here, and uh, he'll get in on some of the action. I'll be hunting just until Christmas Eve or so, and then right. I'm going to head home. And then I'll start back up fishing on the 26th. And we'll see what happens. It was a good week of fishing, though, before I came. We were catching a lot of redfish. I was mostly bay fishing. And uh, the bay fishing's kind of turned on for us already. They're starting to fire up, you know. Right. Kind of schooling up, you know, where you catch. You can start catching your redfish and your trout in the same area. Mm-hmm. So you tend to have uh, some really good days like that. You know, kind of just drifting, hitting deep potholes. I think we had early in the week, it was blowing really hard out of the north. It was blowing maybe like 25 out of the north, gusting even higher. And we went anyways, and we got lucky. I think we caught like 17 redfish. Right. And uh, two limits of speckled trout, too. So Dang. It was, uh, that was really good. And then, of course, the That's wind died down. That's pretty good for a blowing norther, man. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of... One of the things that fires it up, fires them up for us, those redfish. I mean, I, you know our fishery. It's shallow and it's clear, so you need to kind of drift. And uh, yeah. I I mean, I'll take 20-mile-an-hour winds over 5-mile-an-hour winds in my fishery, you know, uh, for the style of fishing that we were doing that day, chasing redfish, drifting, you know. If right. I was going to wait for something different, I probably want it a little bit nicer. But if we're drift fishing for redfish, I'd like it to be... 15 miles an hour or so you know yeah wind wind encourages better fishing down there for y'all when it kind of kills ours because i mean you get winds like that and depending on time of year whether they're shallow or most time they're deep and then man you can't even stand up in the boat fish it gets so rough up here uh, yeah and this is the, one of the things that we're blessed with is that you know we'll i'll run the flat the flats you know 16 inches 18 inches you know and i'll sure. and i'll run that all the way up, I'll hug the east side of the of the fishery there, like right on the island side, and I'll hug that all the way north, and and I just never have to cross anything deeper than two foot of water the whole time, and then I'll just fish in two foot of water, you know. So it's not too bad if I load on the island. You don't have to cross from the mainland to the island. That's where the rough stuff is at, you know, so it's not too bad. Right. It beats you up a little bit, but... The worst part's getting out once you once you're out there and you're catching fish. It's all good, you know. That makes it all better 
way better. Plastics and stuff like that. There's still some little baby juvenile tarpon hanging around the jetties and stuff. I'd seen them. I seen them. I went out there last time it was calm to look for some bull reds and there's some little baby tarpon hanging out and mm-hmm. doing their thing, but I haven't tried to fish for them. I have been snook fishing too. We've been catching some snook. It hasn't really, I haven't had my like hundred fish day yet or anything like that. Like I had by this time last year. So, um, like I said, it just hasn't gotten really, really cold yet. No, it hasn't so, got cool enough. You know, mm-hmm. one of the guys that's going to be there when I'm hunting at Blaine's, uh, him and his son fished with you, I don't know, about a month ago, and y'all had a great snook trip. Y'all caught them good. Yep. I'm yep, sure I, I remember hear, he all that, hear all that, you know, from Tommy when I'm down there, him and his sons. They always come in a big group. There's about eight or ten of them that come every Christmas down there. Oh, yeah, and then I've got a couple of other early morning sickos that I'll be taking right after Christmas for like three days. They came, uh, mm-hmm. they came, uh, it's uh, Altinger. You remember Altinger, Mr. Oh, Altinger? Oh, they're, they're the crew, man. I just call those guys the crew. Just, you know, <laughs> I got the add water crew, and point, man. and they'll catch fish. I mean, <laughs> they're they're not going to miss anything. <laughs> they, they're yeah, fishermen. we had them three days last year. I mean, they were catching. This is, That was the time of year when I told you we were catching, you know, three, four of those 28-inch trout a day. Yeah. Snook going off. They, had, they came down, and they had maybe – three of the best five days of the year with me. Right. Well, it helps. They're good fishermen, and uh, they can turn a slow day into a great day. Yep, yep. That always helps out. They don't come any better. I've been fishing with them for years and uh, couldn't ask for a better group to put in your boat. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what happens. No babysitting with that crew, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Just pull up and turn her sideways and let her rip. Those guys can get it. Well, Brian, I hope you have a good Christmas and uh, you and your family, all y'all have a Merry Christmas and it's good talking to you. And when I get back in town, I'll be buzzing you again for a hot report in Port Isabel. Yep. Thank you. I'll be ready. I'm going to be fishing. Are we, uh, are you on vacation next week? Deer hunting? Yes. Next week I'll be gone. That's my hunting trip. So. I'll uh I shall return hopefully unless coyotes right, get me or something or the hogs eat me I'll be back man. All right, well I appreciate it. Hopefully you get yourself a big deer out there. Well, I'm I'm hoping for that, but if I don't, it's no big deal. It's uh be a good getaway, and uh, good luck to you hunting today. Maybe you'll say, "Oh, Mister Big," you'll come out and wink at you. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Brian, throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you about coming down to. South Padre and doing it up. Sure thing. I've got some scattered days available. Um, give me a call, area code 956-755-9413, or you can visit the website and shoot me a message on there, inshorefishingsouthpadre.com. All right, buddy. Brian, have a Merry Christmas. I'll talk to you next year. Thank you, sir. Later, man. All right, it's time for our top-of-the-hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. 